following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Pure Michigan Mix Friday on the Huled Show across Michigan. And summer is winding down, but there still is time to enjoy the Pure Michigan Mix. Coca-Cola has partnered with Pure Michigan and McDonald's of Michigan to create the perfect mix of frozen Fanta, blue raspberry, and Sprite lemonade. It's a drink meant to be enjoyed while exploring both of Michigan's peninsulas. $2, any size. And every large cup gives you a chance to win tickets to concerts and summer fun across the state through September 9th. Enjoy a pure Michigan mix today at participating McDonald's in Michigan. It is a pure Michigan mix Friday on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. That's right. Thank you very much, Eric Zane and Jeff Risden in for Bill who uh, boy you know he was expecting to watch a uh, football game of his sons last night storms rolled through and everybody off the field everybody off the field thank God everybody was safe some treacherous weather moving through and uh, so I guess uh, the game going on anybody heard of how, how the game's going with Billy's kid I have but, not. Uh, I know. No, we I, gotta, know I know. Four Souls Northern is winning, but his kids don't go to Northern. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, Bill back on Monday. Jeff and I and uh, Brett Hayes filling in. One hour in the books, and plenty more where that came from on this Pure Michigan Mix Friday, presented by McDonald's of Michigan and Coca Cola. And um, you know, when that when we were getting started right there, you heard Billy's voice talking about that. Uh, Pure Michigan Mix Friday. And I'm glad he's got it down because he talked about Fanta, Blue Raspberry, and Sprite Limonade. I wrote it down. Now, he didn't, like, the first few couple times that he was doing this. And he's talking about it, and he was botching the flavors. And I was like, how can you possibly be botching uh, Fanta, Blue Raspberry, and Sprite Limonade? He was he was messing it all up. Wasn't he saying Blueberry? He did. He yeah. was going with Blueberry. I, I don't think it's Blueberry. I know, dude. I've been in this business 55 years. Don't tell me. You ever get that one? The old high. Oh, yeah. He reads you his resume. Yep. Yeah. If you ever try to tell him something, do you realize that I've been doing a talk? Oh, Come on. Do I read you my 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 resume? Do I go, hey, Bill, I've been fired 15 times. No. Come on. Anyway. Zane, that was a good bill, by the way. That was good. That was good. I was impressed. Well, the agitated bill is uh, is easier to do than calm bill. Yeah. You got to. You know, you got to kind of do do one yeah. of those things. So he gets uh, fired up about uh, uh, various things during the football season. I call it Mount St. Simonson. And if the Lions open up weak this year, it will erupt. It's going to be volatile. It very well could. I believe he's on record as having them going 13-4. and four, Something like that. Which is very good. Uh, that's ambitious. I, I really like the team. I don't think they're winning 13 games. Well, listen, though. If they open up 
and beat KC and then beat Seattle. Oh my goodness! Now you got to reassess that. Yeah, because those—that's the hardest part of the schedule. You will not find Kool Aid anywhere in the state of Michigan at that point because it will all be purchased and drunk and. Yeah, that, you, whether you mix it with water or vodka or whatever you, you choose, that's uh, and it, it's going to be flowing. And if they do it impressively, like if they march into Kansas City and all those fans go home and they they can't believe it, and on national TV, uh, the Lions are now front and center, talked about all day Friday, and then they you know ten days later. They host Seattle. You get the Seattle Seahawks coming in. That that's a good football team. They beat us last year. If you can go two and zero out of that, oh my goodness! I I, I can't even process what if okay. what my feelings for that ahead of time. I just can't. If they open up winning <laughs> on national TV at Kansas City and then come back and beat a good Seattle team, that will be in my forty three years of watching football, of watching the Lions. That is. Uh, the most joy I've had. And, you know, that's I the mean, pinnacle. That is the <laughs> pinnacle. I mean, outside of I, I take it back when they beat the Dallas Cowboys, which in, I, which our guest was there. He was a key uh, component of that team. It was uh, it was incredible. I, I, I will never forget the joy I felt when the Lions beat the Dallas Cowboys. And that uh, that was a thing of the past. So uh, we're looking forward to bringing in Lomas Brown in just a few. Yes. Yeah, he's right? on the shuttle right now. Oh, so he just needs this, five minutes. The, okay, so because right. he's in Carolina. Yes. 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 He's doing the radio in. broadcast tonight. That is cool. with with, uh, with Dan Miller, the the velvety smooth, awesome dude, Dan Miller. Have you ever been in a uh, radio broadcast like behind these guys when they're doing what they do? Not those guys. I have been in, in other booths, but not, not with Dan and Lomas. There are some impressive videos that the Lions put out, and I have to give a lot of credit to their media department because they have those videos of key moments from the booth where you yeah. can see in the on the lower, in the corner of it, the actual gameplay, and then you see Dan doing what he does and Lomas doing what he does, and you kind of get an idea of what it's like to do a uh, sports radio broadcast. The um, there's a guy that sits next to Dan and writes notes. He's the spotter. Yeah, yeah, he he's he's looking through binoculars and then he's got sticky notes and he writes them and just he lifts them over his head and these it's like a dance watching these two. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's it's an incredible thing. I I don't think people realize how far up we are in the press box and the especially when the Lions wear their blue jerseys, it's difficult to ascertain the numbers, like between the font and the, the lack of relative color contrast. Right. It's hard to see who's the, So you need the binoculars. We all sit up there with binoculars watching the game because right. we can't tell who's who a lot. And so it's, uh, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, Dan, Dan, and I forget his spotter's name and I've met him. Uh, well, we're going to find out. Yeah. We get Lomas on here. Because that yeah. guy needs some credit. I yeah, love that absolutely. guy. And, and Lomas, you know, Lomas brings the player's perspective, but he's also got... He hasn't lost the fact that he was a Detroit Lion for a very long time and a fan. Right. And he wants this team to do well. And it, it bothers him when they lose. Um, you, well, you have to have win. That's, that's key with, a, um, with the home team announcer. And, and the term they use is homer, and it's kind of like insulting. Some people yeah. get insulted by that, but I wouldn't. If I was, if I was doing the play-by-play or the color commentary for the Detroit Lions and I was referred to as a homer, I would take that as a compliment. Because I want to be the guy to represent the fans through the radio and screaming and yelling just like they're doing when they listen to the game, you know? Yeah, you're not listening to the national feed. You're listening to the Lions feed. Celebrate right. being part of the Lions. Right, that, that, right. I, I think the Lions do a fantastic job. Now, Dan Miller can do anything. Dan has 
Dan's an awesome guy. He's um, on uh, Fox what, Two. Is he on Fox? Yes, he is. Okay, he's one, been there forever. One of the best in the business. Consummate professional. Um, he comes to our Detroit Lions podcast training camp party every year, um, and we just like sit back and let him go. He, you know, he's not part of our podcast. He just comes in. He's, he runs the show. Wait a minute. You're doing your podcast at training camp? We do it. We do it at a restaurant uh, in Commerce Township, uh, the Uptown Grill. Give him a free plug. Uh, we do it every year, and Dan comes out every year. And wow, sort of, um, we just do a live show there, and he runs it. He he runs the show basically. Like, yeah, basically like uh, uh, master of ceremonies. Pretty much, like, yeah. And yeah, you know, a- ask questions, answers questions. You know, segues from between people that are up with it. It's it's fantastic. We had Jerry Jacobs out a, a year ago, and Dan basically just interviewed Jerry for us. Um, on it was it was wonderful. Yeah, that's that's very <laughs> very cool. Um, okay, so Lomas Brown, of course, uh, drafted 1985 by the Lions and then uh, pretty much penciled him in for a 10-plus uh, year career with the Detroit Lions, and he moved on to you remember, Arizona. He went to Arizona, the Giants, and he finished his career with the expansion Cleveland Browns, and I don't think he likes to talk about that. Well, it went Arizona, <laughs> Cleveland, and then he went to the Giants and Tampa. Okay. And he actually got a Super Bowl ring with Tampa. That's right, he did. He did. Uh, first team All Pro, nineteen ninety five. Four time second team All Pro, eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, and ninety four. Yeah. Seven time Pro Bowler. This is a sniff. And, and you got to remember, like the guys that were getting those awards above him are like first ballot Hall of Famers. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like you're getting like he's he was dang good for a very long time. Very long time. So. You know, a sniff at the Hall of Fame. He is in the College Football Hall of Fame. He is. He but, was uh, recently, uh, and in fact, if you watch the Giants game, uh, Team President Rod Wood went into the radio booth and told Lomas that he's going to be inducted into the Pride of the Lions, which is sort of their honorary Hall of Fame, for lack of a better term. Right. Uh, and Lomas was moved by it, and very deservingly so. And Rod Wood said it when he was, was saying it probably should have been done a long time ago. And he's right. Lomas, Lomas is Lions royalty, man. Yeah. And if, if you go out, to, if you're blessed enough to go out to training camp, Lomas will talk to you. He will shake your hand. He will take pictures with you. He will like he's he loves being a representative of the Detroit Lions. And I, I respect the heck out of him for that. I can't tell you how many um, major Detroit athletes have um, arrived on the scene over the years, and then they make their home in Michigan going forward, um, and uh, that that would be Lomas. That would be Lomas. Yeah, he's still here. He's uh, just he, he loves being associated with the Detroit Lions. And if you think about that statement, a guy from Florida, like he he want he's very proud to have represented the Detroit Lions. Like that's yeah, that, that's, that's the guy you, you want. That's the that tells you the kind of guy he is. Jeff Risden, Eric Zane, and let's bring in the big man right now, ladies and gentlemen, Lomas Brown. Lomas, welcome back to the Huge Show. Oh, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all the love, and yes, I do. I love it here. <laughs> That's great. Did you, when, when in your career, how, how far into your career, I mean, we're, we're going back when you were drafted in 1985. At what point did you think, I think I'm going to spend the rest, um, when I uh, retire from the NFL, spend my time in Detroit? 
Yeah, yeah, you know, it was really 1987. That's when I decided to make Detroit full-time, got drafted in 85. I was like, after two years, I was running back to Florida. As soon as the season ended, I was going back. I decided in 87, let me see how it is to stay up here during the winter. And as they say, the rest is history, man. I love the state of Michigan, love the people here, love what you could do here. It's just it's just a wonderful place to be. So I am a Michigander now. <laughs> um, what about the winters, though? You were from Miami. I mean, uh, how did you have you? Because some people they they uh, they do snowmobiling, they do ice fishing, they do all that <laughs> stuff in Michigan. Do you do any of that? No, the big fella doesn't do any of that. Hey, if anything, I'm coasting marshmallows by the fireplace. That's what I do. That's how I spend my winters. But look, I'm getting a lot of resistance for my wife because she's from Pontiac and she's had enough with the winter. So she's ready to go. So she's ready to go. So so the other day at practice, I see you and you're decked out in Florida Gators gear. So is there some draw for her to like go back to Florida with you? You know, I couldn't let her see me in that Florida Gator gear because that would have gave her more ammunition to oh, get yeah. me down there. So, you know, I have to hide the Florida gear and put it on when I'm not around the wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, you know, and uh, sometimes that's how you do it. You got you to gotta sneak around a little bit, but before you know it, maybe you will be back there, but we just love you here in Michigan. Um, okay, Lomas, here we go. Uh, final game of the uh, of the preseason. And uh, you have players fighting for their lives. Um, you've seen this time and again, players who have an opportunity to do something great and then maintain their life in the NFL. Can you maybe kind of encapsulate what you think some of these uh, young men are going through? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be a, ner- a lot of nervous tension. I mean, if you think about it, like, this is your last, basically, opportunity. If you're on the bubble, to show the coaches what you have, what you can do. And not just these coaches, not just this organization. You're looking at 31 other coaches and coaching staffs and organizations that are looking at that film. So you always want to put your best foot forward. Um, so I know these guys have to be nervous, but they should be anticipating it um, and be excited about the opportunity to get out there on a professional field and show the people what they have. So I know it's a lot of nervousness in there, but it's, it's also the opportunity for you to be on one of these rosters and, like you say, set your family um, for life. So at, when you were drafted in the first round, um, is it safe to say you didn't have to worry about any of that because you came in right away and make a mark, made a mark with the team? But was there any point in your career when you were like, oh, boy, I, this is really important that I play well in this preseason game? Well, to be honest with you, when I came in, it's, I mean, I don't care who you are and how much success you have in, the, in the college. When you get to the NFL, it's a whole total different animal. So my thing was being drafted so high, man, am I good enough? You know, am I worthy of being drafted number six? You know, am I going to live up to all the expectations that, that, that this organization has, you know, put their trust in me to do? Those were things that were going through my mind. And, of course, trying to learn the game, the NFL game, because it is a, a learning curve to that. But those were the things that I was more worried about um, than I think a lot of other things. So, yeah, it was just being there and, just, and also being there for your teammates. You know, I I hear you say that, and I just interviewed Herman Moore, your former teammate, not too long ago, and he said the exact same thing. 
um, as a first round pick going into Detroit. Like I worry that I'm good enough. Um, that that's 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 a very humble place, and I, I know you and, and Herman get along very well and, and reminisce about these things. <laughs> I want to ask yeah. you about the guy that's got your job now, Taylor Decker. He's we're probably not going to see him tonight. I don't expect many, if any, of the starters to play. But just just tell the fans just how how incredible he's become because I think I think he got off into a, a, a slow start with the Lions fans maybe because it's because from Ohio State maybe it's because he didn't have a great start to his career he's really good now isn't he oh my god look I call him my firstborn you know I look at the <laughs> offensive lineman like my kids and Taylor is my firstborn because he was the first one here in this great offensive line that we have here and you're absolutely right, man. It's almost like being a proud dad, watching your kid grow and seeing how good he can become at sports. And just watching Taylor throughout the years, how he's just developed into one of the best linemen, I think, in the league. Again, he doesn't get the, the recognition that I think he deserves because, you know, of course, you got Panay Sewell over there, who's a great player in himself. But, you know, again, with the success that the Lions had over his first few years, it wasn't there. So, you know, of course, the media is not going to pay much attention to you. But this guy, all he's been has been a pro. He's been uh, reliable. He's been a very good player for us. And the, the one thing you could say about him um, that to me is the greatest compliment, he got the Panay Sewell still at right tackle. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. That's right. That's how high of a level Taylor is playing at because Panay is a great left tackle. Too, but Taylor's doing such a great job over there. They don't need Panay to go over there. They can leave him over at the right side. So I could, I, I say that's probably one of the greatest compliments you could play a guy like Taylor Decker. He's great, man. I love the kid. Uh, Lomas, we were watching. We we're just talking about um, how the Lions staff does a great job of, of um, giving some perspective as to what it's like in the broadcast booth during the year, during big plays. They'll have a clip of you guys doing what you do, and I love those. And there's a gentleman who's to the left of Dan writing his writing uh, notes on sticky notes and and giving them to Dan. That's the spotter, right? Yeah, well, no, that's the statistician. That's okay. my brother. Yeah, okay. he's the statistician guru right there. Yes, sir. I, I love that guy. Can you tell him that Eric Zane thinks he's the greatest? He's a rock star. I, hey, I sure will. Oh. Look, hey, I, I don't want to get his head too big because, like <laughs> you say, ever since they've been recording us up in the booth, he's been getting fan mail. Oh, I believe it. Autograph requests. Yeah. Yeah, that is, you know how like, um, uh, well, we live in a day and an age where, I mean, that's a perspective that no one's ever seen before. And I think that's so cool that they did that because you're there. I mean, you look like you're getting ready to jump out of the booth whenever there's a big play. And Dan's trying to keep himself composed, but he's, he's, his arms are moving like he's a preacher. And that guy's just passing the notes. It's just so cool. I love it. Yeah, and man, that's funny you say that because I tell everybody, I say Dan Miller makes a field goal sound exciting. <laughs> <laughs> off him, oh my God, they just kicked the field goal. You being there like, yeah, field goal. I mean, the dude is awesome, man. And I, I'm so lucky, man, because they, he makes my 
my job so easy. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that is sweet. So, um, what in addition to the game being tonight, what can fans look for that uh, might stand out to make uh, whatever they're listening to more interesting or, or seeing more interesting? What uh, what is on the docket for this game that's important? Yeah, I think I think one um, still if you know if Teddy's gonna play, still trying to get Teddy Bridgewater comfortable. You know he hadn't been here long, so still trying to get him um, comfortable with the offense, comfortable with the players there. Um, I think the biggest thing that we need to find is depth. I think that's the biggest thing, especially for me on our offensive line. We need to know who's going to be our sixth, seventh, and eighth lineman um, on the offensive line. We need to know after Mara and after Khalil, uh, who is the other receivers going to step up? Will our rookie tight end Sam Laporta, is he going to be an impact player for us this year? What about the rookies on the defensive side of the ball? Jack Campbell. You know, how's um, Rodrigo going to be in his second year? You know, and then the additions that we made in the in the secondary with C.J. Gardner, Brian Branch, you know, some of the new guys that we got back there. So I, I think what they, what they need to look at is some of these guys that don't have a big name, that's trying to get the name and trying to make this position. But also, I think we need to try to look at the depth on this team because we all know injuries are part of the football game. So you mentioned that, that we got to test the depth, and we're going to see a lot of the depth tonight. We're not going to see the starters. The Carolina Panthers are playing their starters. We're going to see Bryce Young out there, and they're starting offense. The fans are sort of divided on playing starters versus not playing the starters. Where do you come down on that? As somebody who played in preseason games, how much did it help you get ready? And is it something that, like, the joint practices that we had with the Jaguars and the Giants, can that adequately replace it, in your opinion? Yeah, I, I don't know if it can adequately uh, replace it. We did joint practices back when I was in the league, and I always felt that the preseason game, because you're seeing something different, but you're also seeing guys at 100%. You know, a lot of times in practice, you may get a guy 80 90%. You know, and sometimes you'll get the guy going 100%, but most of the time it's the 80 90% range that you're going. In the game, it's full speed. I mean, this is game action. Plus, you got the people in the stands. You got the bright lights. You know, you got game situations. Yeah, you try to emulate that uh, on your own, but you just really can't. So, to me, it's something about playing in the games, getting that experience, working the bugs out, because believe me, it's good. it'd be a lot of bugs to try to get worked out during the NFL season. To me, that's what it's all about. So it's hard. I, I've said it myself. I don't know how these guys get ready for a season not hit. I, I don't think I could have did it. But this is a new age of the NFL, and this is what all teams are doing. Lomas Brown, you're going to get a chance to say hi to Deuce Staley, who's an absolute classic yes, uh, over there. How about that yes, guy? Sir. Man, love Deuce, man. He was one of the first coaches um, that came up to me when Coach Campbell and them came here. Man, it just is in it. Yeah. That's what I used to love about Deuce. It's 24-7 with Deuce, and it's real. You know what I'm saying? Some coaches could be hyping you up, and it'd be all hyperbole. But with Deuce, 
you know it's coming from from his heart, and you know it's coming from a real position, and you can respect that. So I do think it was a big loss. Love Scotty Montgomery. I think he brings a little something different than Deuce brought, but I, I did think that was a big loss for our coaching staff, losing Deuce. But, hey, man, he went on to be and he the assistant head coach there, yeah. too. So, well, and he's yeah. doing it for the right reason because his yeah. mother, his, it's his mother's, uh, uh, is he wanted to be close to his mother. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. See, that that point right there, you see how important family is? That's how important family is in making decisions uh, for these players, where you want to go play at. You know, do you want to move your kids into this school district? You know, take them out, take them away from their friends. It's so many other things that surrounds the game of football that players have to deal with besides what they deal with on the field. Well, Lomas, uh, you you hit it out of the park again. Uh, we we just we just love talking to you. You have a have a great broadcast in uh, in two weeks, less than two weeks at Kansas City. Let's get a Lions win. Can you imagine how great that would be? Detroit would be just so uh, the whole state would be losing their mind. If they win that game, so that's what we're hoping for, yeah. Lomas. Absolutely, it'd be a lot of Kool Aid. <laughs> again, again, you used to make the Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like it. I like all right, buddy. Thank you, Lomas. Okay, y'all take care. Yes, sir. Thanks, you Lomas. Too. Have a good call tonight. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. That is so cool. I love Lomas the best. <laughs> I, 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 I Fantastic. Hope they, I hope they have some Carolina barbecue for him up there. Oh, the, my the gosh. Boy, he's one of those NFL linemen, though, that really tapped into his health because a lot of times when they're, you know, gigantic like that, that, that takes a toll on their system. Lomas systems. looks good. Well, yeah, he's like ripped, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got to be, well, he, he's <laughs> drafted in 85, so he's probably 60 years old. Oh, yeah, he's got a he, body. He does like not a, look like he's no, 60. No, he, like, he looks like bread over there. <laughs> he almost looks like he could still play. <laughs> he's got a little bit of a hitch to his giddy up now, but uh, he, he's, he takes very good care of himself. He does not look look like a lineman no a lot of those guys they they lose the weight like that and it's so much easier on their bodies right right he's one of the ones that's done that that is a a smart play to be sure all right now when we come back we got to tell you something ridiculous that just happened in the studio before lomas got on uh jeff and i were scratching our heads on this one with brett uh and and my god uh, I don't know if we'll spend the whole segment on it, but it is requiring of a uh, a little bit of a beat up is in store for Brett. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> Comes up in the next segment. This is a huge show across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police wants to clear the air a little bit on Michigan's new hands-free law. The police can't pull me over just because they see me using my phone while driving. Oh, yes, they can. The law makes holding or manually using a cell phone or other mobile electronic device while operating a vehicle a primary offense. And that means an officer can stop you and ticket you. Go hands-free. It's the law. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? 
that can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is live all across Michigan. Bill, uh, watching football, watching uh, son play football. That is so cool. I guess that kid has been working his tail off for the football season. They had to uh, call the game yesterday because of the uh, horrible weather that blew through. So uh, Bill uh, checking that out today. So hopefully they won. Uh, Eric Zane along with Jeff Risden. Jeff, how are you? It's it's always good to do and let Bill hang out with his kids. That's I'm glad we were able to, to come in and do this. Unexpected, like we, we were due to do this anyways, but uh it's uh it's nice that Bill gets to go yeah. watch his kids yes. do those things. Excellent. Uh, he 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 doesn't like to talk about it on air, but he he's very proud of his kids. Oh. Uh, and and they uh they mean a, a tremendous amount to him. And uh it's cool that he gets to go experience it. Very cool, very cool. All right, now Yesterday on the show, uh, Jeff dropped a uh, a factoid on us about his relationship, his uh, connection. He is related to George Steinbrenner. Very distantly, but yes, I am. And so we talked about that on the show, and um, I was like, oh, my God. And then uh, that, uh, that, that moment passed, and then we heard Brett. Uh, I don't know if he said it on the air. I think it was on the ad break as we went as we as we went away yeah. from being on the air. And do you remember your question, Brett? Well, yes, I know that I asked you guys twice who Steinbrenner was. Who, yesterday. who is George Steinbrenner? Yes, yes. And you never answered me. You we just we never filled you in. We just ripped on you. So yeah, we, we we left that off. 
Off camera, off, I, off mic. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't tell you. We, we should have gotten specific, ultra specific. Yeah. So we're sitting in here today, and I guess that was that uh, question was still in old Brett's brain there, <laughs> because we're sitting here and um, we had forgotten about the moment. And since we just set it up with what we just told you, it'll make sense. But it, it didn't at the time to us when Brett said, "Hey, <laughs> who's George Stephropoulos?" <laughs> That's that's literally what he said, and uh, and and I went, um, and and we, Jeff, Jeff we're looking a, at each other like, what are we missing? Yeah, I said, well, I don't know if I know who that is. And Brett said, well, we just we talked about him yesterday, you know. Like I go, we we talked about a George Stephropoulos, and I look at uh, at Rizzy, and he's like, I ah, don't, I don't, that doesn't ring a bell, and then Rizzy figured it out and said, no, Steinbrenner, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I got the first letter right, man. <laughs> George Stephropoulos. Yes. Isn't there a Stephropoulos, though, on like the morning news or something? That's uh, Stephanopoulos. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Nothing like George Steinbrenner. <laughs> well, so, uh, in fact, Jeff uh, did start to kind of reference when uh, Brett was asking about it yesterday. And he goes, haven't you watched Seinfeld? You know, when the guy... And and we he yeah. stopped explaining who the guy was on the show because Brett said I've never watched Seinfeld either. No. What do you know? Never. <laughs> <laughs> not much. How have you never seen Seinfeld? I'm just not a fan of Jerry Seinfeld. I've watched his comedy and I don't think he's I, funny. I don't like him either, but his show was ubiquitous. Now like, look, I can tell you that I never really watched it either, but I could tell you the names of every character on that show that means anything. And I know that Larry David played the part of George Steinbrenner yes, on the show. Did, I, the, I mean, did, did the voice very well. Just, just with basic breathing in the world, you can buy us Osmosis figure out most of the things on that show because it's so ingrained. It's a show about in the, nothing. In the culture, it's a, people <laughs> people have been quoting it for decades, and you're over here. You didn't even know a guy who's a real person in real life. Oh my gosh! Wow, um, that's hilarious, and I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> There's nothing to beat you. I don't ever want you to change, Brett. I'm, that is. I'm uh, working on don't, don't start. That. Don't start watching Seinfeld now. No, trust no. me, I will not do that. What do you watch? Like what? What? I, I know you like to golf, but I, I couldn't tell you what. Uh, mm. oh, John, man, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I watch so much random stuff. Do you dude. do you read or something? No. Are you, what do you? <laughs> no, I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm a radio producer. Oh I don't even know read. Gosh, that is awesome. That is fantastic. Yelling out, who's George Stephoropoulos? Okay, so yesterday wow. in the studio, we have a TV in here, and we had King of the Hill on, and you knew King of the Hill. Oh, of course. Well, there yeah. you go. There you Hill. go. Yeah. Okay. That's my jam right there. King of the Hill is, is, for those of you who've never lived in Texas, it's a documentary. I learned that the hard way when I moved to Houston yeah. from Michigan. I'm like, wow, this is real. You know this, the episode where Cotton, which is Hank's dad, talks about how he's in the war? Yeah. And he, how he blew his knees off? Uh-huh. That, that's that, that, that bit that he did? Yeah. That just happened to me. I'm, this is totally. You blew your shins off. No, in war, at the in my the war? dad told us. Okay, this is this is what. No, that I shouldn't say that. This is what happened <laughs> last weekend. I was with my step sister and her husband, who are very dear to me. We we're sitting around a campfire, and um, they start talking about my dad, who's still with us today. He's ninety, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Man, I 
for some reason he starts uh, he starts talking and I I was like what's going on because he's talking about my dad being in in the war. Okay. And this wasn't a joke and uh, I, I'm looking at him like the way I'm looking at you now and uh, he's talking about how my dad uh, was a fighter pilot and ejected he got shot down in Korea and his parachute opened and he got hung in a in a tree and he was shot in the legs and yeah. some guy rescued him and I I go what are you talking about. <laughs> I go, where did you hear this? He goes, well, your dad told me. I go, he wasn't in a war. What are you, are you crazy? You're, he goes, Seriously? Yeah. And I, he, I, I go, I, I've never heard this. Story. Is this a bit? Are you, are you pranking me? He goes, no, he's been telling us. We come to find out that he told a tall tale in the early 1980s. I don't know if it was to win favor with my stepmother. <laughs> Or impress them, maybe? He lived a double life. He wow. told them he was in... Now, listen. He came to the United States in... Ni- and, I, and I go, well, hold on a second here. You do know that he immigrated to the U.S. from Iran in 1955, and that's a year and a half after that war ended, you ding-dong. <laughs> How do you not know that? And I'm like, I was floored, Brett. And uh, Wow. Yeah, he, he told my stepfamily... All of this nonsense. And I go, no, this isn't true. And so that's where it, and I go, well, I just want you to know, I'm never going to breathe a word of this to him. I'm only going to talk about, talk about it on the radio across 19 <laughs> stations. But uh, yeah, that's, is that that's the, crazy. It is crazy. He stole a story from Cotton Hill. He did. It's the same story. It is. He got shot in the knees and everything. It was like before that show was even written, though. Does he My have dad his, is Cotton does, Hill. Does he have his shins? <laughs> does, wow. he, does he have a trophy second wife that uh, no, uh, has a weird little kid? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's definitely Hank, Hank Jr. It's right. definitely Jr. <laughs> it's definitely more, Hank. more truthful Hank. than Sound yes. of Freedom. <laughs> wow. So that's fascinating. And it happened one week ago. That's when I found out about this. They've been talking about this for decades. And I go, so you're telling me that there's going to be a 21 gun salute when he does go to the uh, go to the pearly gates? Yeah. I go, that's not going to happen because he wasn't in the war. He was in Iran. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. I just I just I it just popped in my brain because you were talking about King of the Hill. Yeah. Um. Jeez. Wasn't Iran involved in a war around that time? But he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been. Well, there's a Muslim resolu- re- revolution yeah, um, with the, or I should say, Islamic revolution. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't. An, he's not Iranian. He's an Armenian living in Iran. So makes sense. You know. Anyway, I don't know why I added that part in. Yeah, my dad's not Iranian. I sound like an idiot. All right, there you go. Bill is up next. He's got a key interview with one of our great partners coming up next on the huge show all across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, we've all waited all offseason for this time to come. And this weekend, college football is back. And so are the traditions of tailgates and the great offers from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just 5 
$25 on any college football bet. Kick off the season with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and Bros, or just text GOLF to 21,000 to enter. That's GOLF to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan through September 10th. You could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. Elevate your night out at the legendary Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Ruth's legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RuthsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining me on a Pure Michigan Mix Friday is Brian Stetler from Coca-Cola. Now, they're behind the Pure Michigan Mix that you can find at participating McDonald's all across Michigan. The Fanta Blue Raspberry and the Sprite uh, Limeade and the Pure Michigan Mix has been out there since July. The QR code on the cup. Like I said, $2 any size at your local McDonald's. Uh, Brian, uh, let's talk about how this promotion began and how it's going. And I know it runs through September 10th at participating McDonald's all across Michigan. Yeah. Hey, Bill, first of all, it's just great to be a part of Pure Michigan Mix Fridays on the Huge Network. So uh, thank you so much for that. Um, Dave Lorenz is a great partner from Travel Michigan, the whole Pure Michigan gang. Um, This started several years ago uh, in a conversation that we wanted to do something again. In 2016, we did a Share a Coke uh, Pure Michigan promotion. It was incredibly successful and uh, just knew I wanted to do something again with uh, Pure Michigan and, and Dave and his crew, Kelly and everyone. Uh, we're great partners. We sat down and we hashed out what you know today is the Pure Michigan mix. 
And the Pure Michigan mix, like I said, only $2, any size. Uh, and it's a mix of the Fanta Blue Raspberry, the Sprite Limeade. And I'll say this on air, like I've said on my social networks, it really is a great frozen beverage and the perfect summer drink slash beverage uh, if you're traveling across the state. Incredibly popular beverages at McDonald's, uh, the frozen beverages in general. And, and we knew this was going to be a hit. Um, when you take McDonald's and you mix in pure Michigan, it, it's just, it's pure magic, really. And uh, it's just been interesting to see how the consumers have responded. They're loving it. Um, we're uh, off to a great start. We still got a long ways to go. The promotion goes till September the 10th. And I would encourage all your listeners to get out to their local McDonald's, try a Pure Michigan mix. Uh, there is, as you referenced, the QR code. They still have chances to win great prizes, concerts, Little Caesars Arena, Pine Knob. They can get over to Michigan's Adventure and they can win some McDonald's Arch Cards. So lots of great things that they can still win uh, all the way up till uh, September the 10th. And I know my kids have tried the Pure Michigan mix. They like it. And even before the Pure Michigan mix promotion began, my uh, son Legend, always a big fan of the frozen Coke, even in the morning, right? Uh, the frozen drink uh, on the way to school. Brian Stetler is with Coca-Cola Michigan. Uh, they have a huge partnership with the operators. Uh, McDonald's of Michigan and the Pure Michigan Mix is available through September 10th. Fanta Blue Raspberry with Sprite Limeade, the perfect Pure Michigan frozen drink for you to enjoy also remember, your trip begins at Michigan.org, and then grab a pure Michigan mix at your local McDonald's. Brian, thank you so much for the partnership and joining us on this Pure Michigan Mix Friday. You got it. Have a good weekend. Big. Bad. Huge.